ladies and gentlemen, this is Bright Crack, your weekly wedding podcast for great company, banter, and good times. Now let's crack on. Good morning, Andy. It's great to see you again. Yeah, great to see you too, James. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. And yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, thank you. A little bit cold this morning, but... Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, well, it's cold but shiny. It's nice to see. <laughs> I'm sat right next to the radiator here. So oh, it's wow. Cool. Yeah, I think I was just cranked up to the max. <laughs> um, so before we get stuck into wedding films, which is obviously your speciality, do you just want to introduce yourself to everyone watching and listening and just tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Andy from Andy Still Matt Wedding Filmmaker. Um, I've been creating wedding films um, since 2013. Um, it's kind of a really interesting story of how I fell into it, um, but that's maybe for another time. And um, I'm based in a little village in between York and Leeds in Sherburn and Elmet, and I cover Yorkshire and pretty much all over the UK. So my work takes me everywhere, and it's great. Awesome. So the thing that I really wanted to discuss with you today is a lot of people really don't understand the process of making a wedding film. And I thought we'd just have a chat about it because... I think for the uninitiated, not many people have had a wedding film made before. It'll be, it'll be the first time for them, as, as, as it is the first time they're getting married. So I think there's a general expectation that people kind of just turn up, they point a camera, they come home, and then they just kind of send it over on a USB or something. But there's so much more to it, isn't there? So do you just want to kind of break down the various elements and explain to us, you know, what, what actually happens and how does it work? How do we get a finished, polished wedding film? Yeah, completely. I'm more than happy to go through that. I think it's changed massively in the last 10 years. Um, I think when I was a page boy for my auntie and uncle's wedding back in early 2000s, I picked up a handycam and I just filmed away and it was just constantly rolling. And then, you know, you take out the tape and you put it in, in your VHS player or something like that. And it's just there. It's completely changed. Um, things are digital now and it's a much more creative process. Um, so, you know, people turn up on, on the day and they'll capture everything that's in front of them, you know, the bridal prep, the ceremony, the reception, the speeches, the dancing, um, and then they'll take it away. It'll obviously get backed up. Um, we back, well, I back up things three times, mm-hmm. um, two on, two on site and one off site in Very the cloud wise. kind of, and, um, it's that at least the editing process that takes probably the longest, um, the longest time really so I mean our time scales for turning around wedding films is about eight to twelve weeks okay. um, which feels like a long time but we probably spend about 30 to 40 hours uh, editing things mm. um, and it's it's that process that makes things come to life um, so we're not just there on the day and then it's bang it's done it just it turns over on a USB um, there's that there's that process uh, in the editing that sort of takes the time and, and we sort of pull out bits from the speeches to overlay on the video, those little bits of emotion that kind of help tell the, tell the story. Cool. I mean, you and I, we're kind of like video bros because like, we, <laughs> both, we, both, we both have like that, 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 yeah. that similar kind of DNA. Um, and I think much of it is, is really drilling into, like let's, let's, I'm trying to give an example. Let's say we've got um, a still photo. Apart from color grading, the choices that we've got is, do I include that photo or do I not include that photo? Yeah. When we've got like a clip, there's so much happening inside that space of time, isn't there? And I think our job uh, is typically to kind of find that 
the sweet spot of where there's the most emotion. And that's what we mean by editing, don't we? We mean like literally drilling into each moment to make it to make it impactful. Yeah, completely agree. I think um, where photography maybe differs from video. I mean, people probably uh, video is so new compared to photography. Photography has yes. been around, yeah. you know, years, hundreds of years probably, and and video is so new, so it's maybe not quite as understood as as photography. But and um, I really like what you said there about photography as sort of one moment it's either in or out. Mm. I think with film, my approach is generally, I, I might film one shot and then I'll probably film another two shots that are different, but when they're pieced together, they tell a little bit of a story. Right. Um, so it's that progression of one shot to another that helps people sort of set the scene, tell people where they are, what's happening. Um, just for example, maybe you see, Sometimes I start my films off with pieces of, uh, of nature from someone's garden if in the bridal prep. So you might see a few flowers, a little water feature, and then you see the house. And then when you go inside, you might see some shoes and kind of like immediately you're like, oh, we're at someone's house. They're getting ready. This is the bridal prep. Um, so then when you come to see a shot of the bride getting a makeup on, you understand that it just makes sense. So it's that kind of... Uh, this story arc, I guess, within a wedding mm. film that's kind of, um, there's a science behind it, I guess. It's um, like a visual narrative, I suppose. Yeah, I guess a lot of us call ourselves storytellers, mm. which is, um, I guess, what we are. And it's kind of um, choosing the right moments and shots uh, and putting them in the right order and the right length so that people uh, people can just sort of see the story and they sort of feel it through through the editing. So. It's really fun to create. I really love the editing side of things. So, Yeah, I mean, I guess to an extent, um, it's lessened with the advent of sort of slideshows that photographers provide. But with a video, I think my feeling of it is, especially when I, when I finished one and I, and I delivered it, it would be the client would have this kind of locked in experience. They'd be sitting there for 20 minutes or 40 minutes if they're watching an extended one. Um, and literally they, they can't skip or flip um, it's not like an album, uh, you know, that they are being they are being presented kind of like our total vision um, of, of, of their day, really, aren't we? Uh, sort of our experience of it and, you know, their wedding through our eyes, if you like. Yeah, for sure. I think um, when couples uh, book you, they put a lot of trust in mm. you to to capture the day and tell uh, tell the vision of their wedding. Um, you know how, how you see it so it's a lot of responsibility but um i think getting to know the client beforehand and getting to sort of know them a little bit and having a chat with them beforehand is, is, is really beneficial because when it comes around to the day you kind of know what they like what the vibe of their wedding is before you even get there um and when you get there it's it's you know it, it's it's really easy to then be like yeah that's going to work really well i'll get this i'll get that and um yeah when it comes around to the editing i think um you know, creating something that's sort of five minutes long or 20 minutes long is, um, it, it becomes a lot easier when I think you know what the couple like, so. Yeah. So I tend to find that um, a lot of wedding ind industry professionals are kind of inspired by things, whether it's nature or film or music or stuff. I mean, for me, I think one of the greatest drivers was, um, I love cinema, I love going to cinema. Yeah. Um, I'd sit there and I'd watch the film trailers and I'd be like, 
whoa, listen to this kind of bombastic soundtrack or something. And I'd yeah. get really fired up or I'd SoundCloud the, uh, or SoundHound, sorry, um, the, the trailer music. And then I'd go home and I'd like try and download it and then you know, <laughs> cut to a piece of trailer music or something and try and bring back that vibe. And I think that ended up being kind of like a signature style uh, for us. So yeah. is, would you say there's anything kind of like that you take on board that you could say is your signature style or, or you find really inspiring? Um, definitely. I think what kicked it off for me was cinema as well. I've always loved films. Um, I'm the total opposite of my brother. My brother's all words and is such a wordsmith. I'm such a visual person. So ever since a young age, like my dad did photography. He taught me how to use his film camera. Um, we made a little, made a, I made a little film when I was at school and just, I just loved it. And ever since then I've watched films and just I really got into it at university and we started creating more stuff and I really love the ability to create something um, and but then I really love the ability to create films and stuff but being able to sh like tell the story from people's wedding days it's such a happy joyous occasion it just it's immensely satisfying when you create something and you finish it and you deliver it to the client and you see how happy they are and it's it's a memory it's just a little bit more I think than creating a, a film just for yourself when you create it for others so um mm. it's something i really love doing but yeah i definitely think films from a young age is definitely definitely what inspired me um did you have a favorite film Ooh, that's tough i, I think i have so many favorite films i kind of like i like to take something from every genre so gladiator gladiators in there yeah classic uh, yeah Bravehearts in there yeah, oh, I love that film. Mm, bit of wrong, bit of um, I'm a massive fan of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, all six of them, yeah. actually. Um, say yeah. what you like about the Hobbits, but I, yeah. I love them. Um, so I love any of that Debatable. kind of really expansive kind of cinematic universe. Anything that's yeah. big. But then, I mean, I also love kind of like small independent films. I don't know whether you've seen The Lobster. No, I've not actually. Uh, check it out. Uh, that's that's like a that really great film. Um, and I even like some of the kind of um, Japanese sci-fi. There's one okay. called um, Kassen, which, again, the soundtrack just blew me away. And it kind of was one of my my core kind of visual audio influences for, for wedding films. Yeah. Uh, in the most bizarre of places, you know, but that's, that's what it's like. In a Japanese sci-fi film. But there you go, I think... Hit the nail on the head again with something we're probably not discussed. One of my favourite films of all time is Drive. Nice, uh, yep, very good choice. And the soundtrack from that film is, is just—it's incredible. And I, I still listen. I'm a bit, a bit of a sad. I still listen to the soundtrack from that film um, while I'm editing stuff because it's just so perfect. Mm. And I think choosing the right soundtrack for couples' films is really important as well. So that's a big, it's a big aspect of of the, of the editing. Um, the, you know, when I went to university, we were taught that sound is 50% of, of, right. of any, anything. Um, and I think choosing the soundtrack is, is, is really important. So one of the things that, that I do in the editing process when choosing um, the right soundtrack, we don't just use, well, we can't really use uh, chat music for stuff that goes online. That's probably opens a whole other can of worms with licensing and things. Yep. But I choose stuff that's bespoke. Um, that we can license that stuff that you've probably not heard before so it's not something that you're going to see other people using um, and it's generally instrumental uh, instrumental music as well because what I like to do with my highlights films is put uh, sound bites from the speeches and the ceremony 
over the top of the music and it just helps create that emotion um, that really helps sort of bring the story to life with the wedding film. I think you've really zoned in on like a super important point there actually and, that, and that's that kind of like very early in my filming career um, it, the, the norm or the general accepted thing was that the clients chose their own music because we didn't have online right yeah so um, so they, they would send like a track list oh, use these tracks that we really love and, and I bet you those tracks over time have become really quite laborious to listen to you know if you're hearing the same song all the time even if it's your favorite song, it's just going to lessen the emotional impact of that, of that yeah. film. And it wasn't long before kind of, I put the hammer down and said, well, actually, no, we chose, we choose all the music. We set, we set your film to a score. And at the time that was quite controversial. Um, but now obviously, like you say, it's commonplace. And I think it's right because you, the, the, the best thing I think you said was that they, they haven't heard this music before. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens when you go to the cinema. You get a soundtrack yeah, yeah. that works for the film. You know, yeah, it's an original score. It's an original score. That's yeah. that's how it should be. That's a great point, actually. There's something I, I probably don't put enough impotence on, I think. When you listen to music over and over again, you kind of attribute listening to that song. If you heard it somewhere else, you'd like that. It reminds you of, um, you know, when it was played, maybe it was a holiday song, or maybe it was... Um, I don't know, it was something different. But then when you hear this, you're never going to hear the song from your wedding film again. So when you do watch it, it's going to be unique and it's going to remind you of, of the wedding day, hopefully. And I think if you were to have, I don't know, some George Ezra or, um, my mind's gone blank, Ed Sheeran, and um, probably a common one that gets played at weddings, you're going to listen to it and it's probably not going to remind you of your wedding day. It's going to remind you of when you probably first heard it. So, right, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really important point. Something original, I think, is 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 really important. It's it's actually one of my kind of secret inner hopes that that one day somewhere down the line in the future, one of my clients is going to just be watching a film or something and go, "Hang about, I've heard I've heard this before. There's some really really obscure film from like you know somewhere really bizarre or I, I got stuff from everywhere and it was just you know it was just sort of giggling inside. I was thinking one day they're gonna they're gonna rumble me and find out where I found this and yeah they're just gonna go whoa but uh, yeah. Who knows? You gotta get nervous when your clients are coming to you and be like, "I'm a really big fan of Japanese uh, Japanese films." Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny actually because once I was I was kind of in a um, a bit of a kind of creative frustration, um, and I listened to a lot of music like across all genres, and um, there's a there's like a symphonic metal band called Nightwish and they're absolutely massive. Um, and they just come out with a new single and it just spoke to me. And I thought, I want to cut some wedding to this uh, because I, th I know it will work. And thankfully they all, they were in the habit of kind of releasing their album um, in a digipack and you got the full song version and then you also got just the instrumentals. Oh, that's cool. So I was able to kind of use the instrumental version and I put it on and someone within a, a couple of days sent me an email and was like, we've just seen your trailer online. We're massive Nightwish fans. Um, <laughs> you know, we, can you do our wedding? And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, of course I can. And it was just one of those weird gambles that just kind of paid off. And That is amazing. I like that. It's strange. It's like, you know, people, how you speak to people and how they connect with you. And but It's uh, really, really good. Yeah. So cool. Anything you'd like to add then, Andy, just before we, uh, we clock off here because we're fast running out of time. Any, anything you'd like to say about um, your wedding films in particular? Um, I think just when 
choosing your wedding film um, or choosing your wedding videographer, um, try and really get to know the person, um, what drives them, and try and maybe see some longer films as well because people it's really really easy to put together a, a short highlights film um but if you're interested in something longer make sure you see plenty of those examples too um maybe from the same wedding if people have got that and the more you talk to um different wedding videographers you probably get a, an idea for their style and on their approach um which is probably a lot easier than sort of looking through websites and sitting through you know vast amounts of, of films and things so um and if you are interested, um, head on over to on my website and have a look at look at my work. That's a, a super top tip, actually. I think it's really important to see whole weddings, you know, to get a proper proper perspective on on the uh, on the artist's style. I think that's that's bang on. Perfect. Cool. Well, Andy, thanks so much for sharing. That was a really really interesting chat. Love. I always love chatting wedding films. I can always get really really kind of like deep in there. So uh, great great to speak to you, and uh, yeah, I... thanks for sparing the time to to chat with us. No, you're welcome. It was lovely speaking with you again, mate. Cool, awesome. All right, take care. Have a good one. Cheers, bye-bye. See you later. Bye.